0: Chapter Sixteen of *The Betrothed* by Alessandro Manzoni, translated by George William Fenshaw. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Sixteen. Fly, fly, honest man! Here's a convent. There is a church. This way, this way! Was shouted to Renzo from every side. The advice was not necessary. From the moment that he conceived the hope of extricating himself from the talons of the police, he had determined, if he succeeded, to depart immediately, not only from the city, but the dukedom.
1: Because, thought he, however they may have procured it, they have my name on their books, and with name and surname they will take me again if they choose to do so.
0: As to an asylum, he was determined not to have recourse to it, but in the last extremity because thought he if i can be
1: a bird in the woods i will not be a bird of the cage
0: he then determined to seek his cousin bartolo in the territory of Bergamo, who had often urged him to establish himself there but to find the road was the difficulty in a part of the city entirely unknown to him he did not know which gate led to Bergamo, nor if he had known it would he have been able to find it he thought a moment of asking directions from his liberators but he had for some time had strange suspicions with regard to the obliging sword cutler father of four children so that he did not dare openly declare his design lest amidst the crowd there might be another of the same stamp he determined therefore to hasten from this spot and ask the way when he should arrive at a place where there would be nothing to fear from the curiosity or the character of others he said to his liberators
1: thanks a thousand thanks friends MAY HEAVEN REWARD YOU.
0: And quitting the crowd through a passage made for him, he ran down lanes and narrow streets, without knowing whither. When he thought himself sufficiently removed from the scene of peril, he slackened his steps, and began to look around for some countenance which might inspire him with confidence enough to make his enquiries. But the enquiry would of itself be suspicious. Time pressed. The police, recovering from their fright, would without a doubt pursue their fugitive, the noise of his escape might have reached even there and in so great a multitude renzo might pass many judgments in physiognomy before he should find one which seemed favourable after suffering many to pass whose appearance was unpropitious he at last summoned courage to address a man who seemed in such haste that renzo deemed he would not hesitate to answer his questions in order to get rid of him
1: will you be so good sir as to tell me through which gate to go to bergamo
0: to bergamo through the eastern gate Take the street to the left, you will come to the square of the cathedral, then— That is enough, sir. I know the way
1: after that. God reward you.
0: And he went on hastily by the way pointed out to him, and arrived at the square of the cathedral. He crossed it, passed by the remains of the extinguished bonfire, at which he had assisted the day before, the bakehouse of the crutches half demolished, and still guarded by soldiers, and finally, reaching the convent of the Capuchins, and looking at the door of the church, he said to himself, sighing—
1: the friar gave me good advice yesterday when he told me it would be best for me to wait patiently in the church
0: he stopped a moment and seeing that many persons guarded the gate through which he had to pass he felt a repugnance to confront them and hesitated whether it would not be his wisest plan to seek this asylum and deliver his letter but he soon resumed courage saying
1: a bird of the woods as long as i can be who knows me certainly the police cannot be waiting for me at all the gates
0: he looked around therefore and perceiving that no one appeared to notice him and whistling as he went as if from carelessness he approached the gate a company of custom-house officers with the reinforcement of spanish soldiers were stationed precisely at its entrance to keep out persons from abroad who might be attracted by the noise of the tumult to rush into the city their attention was therefore directed beyond the gate and renzo taking advantage of this contrived with a quiet and demure look to pass through as if he were some peaceful traveller, but his heart beat violently. He pursued a path on the right, to avoid the high road, and for some distance he did not dare to look behind him. On, on! He passed hamlets and villages, without asking the name of them, hoping that, whilst he was removing from Milan, he was approaching Bergamo. He looked behind him from time to time while pressing onwards, and rubbing first one wrist, then the other, which bore the red marks from the painful pressure of the manacles his thoughts were a confused medley of repentance, anxiety, and resentment, and he wearily retraced the circumstances of the preceding night to ascertain what had plunged him into these difficulties, and, above all, how they came to know his name. His suspicions rested on the cutler, whose curiosity he well remembered, and he had also a confused recollection that after his departure he had continued to talk, but with whom his memory did not serve to inform him. The poor fellow was lost in these speculations. The past, was a chaos. He then endeavoured to form some plan for the future, but all other considerations were soon swallowed up in the necessity which he was under of ascertaining the road, and to do this he was obliged to address himself to some one. He was reluctant to name Bergamo, lest it might excite suspicion. Why it should he knew not, but his mind was prey to vague apprehensions of evil. However, he could not do otherwise, and, as at Milan, he accosted the first passenger whose appearance promised favourably. "'You are out of the road,' replied the traveller, and directed him to a path by which he might regain the high-road. Renzo thanked him, and followed the direction, with the intention, however, of keeping the high-road in sight without exposing himself to hazard by travelling on it. The project was more easily conceived than executed. In pursuing a zigzag course, from right to left, and left to right, in endeavouring still to keep the general direction of the way, he had probably traversed twelve miles, when he was only six miles from Milan. And as to Bergamo, it was a chance if he was not farther from it than when he began his journey he reflected that this would never do and he must seek some other expedient that which occurred to him was to inform himself of the name of some village near the frontier which he would reach by cross-roads and asking the way to that he enabled to avoid the mention of this dreaded bergamo which seemed to him so likely to cause distrust and suspicion whilst he was reflecting on the best method of pursuing this plan without awakening conjectures he saw a green branch hanging from the door of a lonely cottage some distance beyond a village, and as he had for some time felt the need of refreshment, he thought he could now kill two birds with one stone, and therefore entered the humble dwelling. There was no one within but an old woman, with her distaff by her side, and spindle in her hand. He asked for a mouthful to eat. She offered him some stracchino and some wine. He accepted the food, but refused the wine, of which he felt an intuitive horror since the events of the preceding night." the old woman then began to assail her guest with enquiries of his trade his journey and of the news from milan of the disturbances of which she had heard some rumours to her question where are you going he replied
1: i am obliged to go to many places but if i find a moment of time i should like to stop a while at the village on the road to bergamo near the frontier but in the territory of milan what do they call it uh, there must be a village there
0: thought he gorgonzola you mean replied the old woman
1: gorgonzola
0: repeated renzo as if to fix it in his memory
1: is it far from here
0: i don't know for certain
1: perhaps ten or twelve miles if one of my children were here they could tell you and do you think i could reach there by keeping on these pleasant paths without taking the high road where there is so much dust such a quantity of dust it is so long since we have had any rain
0: i think you can you can ask at the first village to the right naming it thank you said renzo carrying off the remains of his bread which was much coarser than what he had lately eaten from the foot of the cross of st dionysius and paying the bill departed he took the road to the right and with the name of Gorgonzola in his mouth, from village to village, he succeeded in reaching it an hour before sunset. He had on his way intended to halt here for some more substantial refreshment. He felt also the need of sleep, but rather than indulge himself in this, he would have dropped dead on the road. His design was to inform himself at the inn of the distance from the Ada, to contrive to obtain some direction to cross paths which led to it, and, after having eaten, to go on his way. Born at the second source of this river, he had often heard that at a certain point and for some distance its waters marked the confines of the milanese and venetian states he had no precise idea of the spot where this boundary commenced but at this time the principal matter was to reach the river provided he could not accomplish it by daylight he decided to travel as long as the darkness and his strength would permit and then to wait the approach of day in a field among brambles or anywhere where it should please god an inn excepted after advancing a few steps in gorgonzola he saw a sign, and entering the house, asked the host for a mouthful to eat, and a half pint of wine, his horror of which had been subdued by his excessive fatigue.
1: "'I pray you to be in haste,' added he, "'for I must continue my journey immediately.'
0: And he said this not only because it was the truth, but from fear that the host, imagining he was going to lodge there, might ask him his name, surname and whence he came, and what was his business.' the host replied that he should have what he requested and renzo seated himself at the end of a bench near the door there were in the room some idle people of the neighbourhood who after having discussed the great news from milan of the preceding day wondered how affairs were going on as the circumstances of the rebellion had left their curiosity unsatisfied as to its termination a sedition neither suppressed nor successful suspended rather than terminated an unfinished work the end of an act rather than of a drama one of them detached himself from the company and approaching the newcomer asked him If he came from Milan? I said Renzo, endeavoring to collect his thoughts for a reply. You if the inquiry be lawful Renzo, contracting his mouth, made a sort of inarticulate sound.
1: Milan, from what they say, is not a place where one would go now, unless necessity required it. The tumult
0: continues then asked he, with eagerness
1: one must have been on the spot to know if it were so,'
0: said Renzo. "'But do you not come from Milan?'
1: "'I came from Lascate,'
0: replied the youth, who, in the meanwhile, had prepared his answer. He had indeed come from that place, as he had passed through it. He had learned its name from a traveller who had mentioned it, as the first village on his road to Gorgonzola. "'Oh,' said his interrogator, "'I wish you'd come from Milan.' But, Patience, and did you hear nothing from Milan at Lysgate?
1: It is very possible that others knew something,
0: replied our mountaineer.
1: But I have heard nothing.
0: The inquisitive person rejoined his companions.
1: How far is it from this to Adda?
0: said Renzo to the host, in a low, careless tone, as he set before him something to eat. To the
2: Adda? To cross the river?
1: That is, yes, uh, to Adda would you cross the bridge of Cassano, or the ferry of canonica uh, where are they i simply ask from curiosity ah oh, i name them because they are the places chosen by honest people who are willing to give an account of themselves that is right and how far are they
0: it must be about six miles
1: six miles i, I did not know that
0: said he but uh, resuming an air of indifference
1: if one wishes to shorten the distance are there not other places where one might cross
0: certainly replied the host looking at him with an expression of malignant curiosity which restrained renzo from any further inquiry he drew the dish towards him and looking at the decanter the host had put on the table said
1: is this wine pure
2: as gold ask all the inhabitants of the village and hereabouts but you can judge yourself
0: so saying, he joined the other customers.
1: "'Curse the hosts,'
0: said Renzo in his heart.
1: "'The more I know of them, the worse I find
0: them.' He began to eat, listening at the same time to the conversation, to learn what was thought in this place of the events in which he had acted so principal a part, and also to discover if there were not some honest man among the company, of whom a poor youth might ask his way without fear of being compelled in return to tell his business. "'But,' said one, to-morrow, at the latest, we shall know something from Milan. I am sorry I did not go to Milan this morning, said another. If you will go tomorrow, I will go with you, said two or three. That which I wish to know, replied the first speaker, is, if these gentlemen of Milan will think of poor people abroad, or if they will only think of obtaining advantages for themselves, you know how they are. THE CITIZENS ARE PROUD. THEY THINK ONLY OF THEMSELVES. THE VILLAGERS ARE TREATED AS IF THEY WERE NOT CHRISTIANS. WE HAVE MOUTHS ALSO, TO EAT AND TO GIVE OUR REASONS, SAID ANOTHER IN A VOICE AS TIMID AS THE REMARK WAS DARING. AND SINCE THE THING HAS begun, BUT HE DID NOT THINK TO FINISH HIS SENTENCE. IT IS NOT ONLY IN MILAN THAT THEY CONCEAL GRAIN, SAID ANOTHER WITH A MYSTERIOUS AIR. When suddenly they heard approaching the trampling of a horse. They ran to the door, and recognizing the person who arrived, they went out to receive him. It was a merchant of Milan, who, going frequently to Bergamo on business, was accustomed to pass the night at this inn. And as he had almost always found there the same company, he had formed an acquaintance with all of them. They crowded around him. One held the bridle, another the stirrup. You are welcome.
2: And I am glad to find you all here. Have you made a good journey? Very good. And you all, how do you do? Well, well, what news from Milan? Ah, there is great news, truly,
0: said the merchant, dismounting and leaving his horse in the care of a boy. But, continued he, entering the house with the company,
2: perhaps you know by this time better than I do. Truly, we know nothing. Is it possible? Well, you will hear fine news, or rather bad news. Eh, hey, host, is my bed unoccupied? It is well, a glass of wine and my usual dish. Quick, quick, because I must go to bed early, in order to rise early, as I must be at Bergamo to dinner. And you—' Pursued he, seating himself at the table opposite
0: Terenzo, who continued, silent and attentive.
2: You know nothing of the mischief of yesterday. We heard about yesterday. I knew that you must have heard it, being here always on guard to watch travellers but
1: to-day what has been done to-day
2: ah to-day then you know nothing of to-day
1: nothing at all no one has passed
2: then let me wet my lips and i will tell you what has happened to-day he filled the glass swallowed its contents and continued to-day my dear friends little was wanting to make the tumult worse than yesterday and i can hardly believe that i am here to tell you for i had nearly given up all thoughts of coming that i might stay to guard my shop what was the matter then said one of his auditors what was the matter i will tell you
0: in beginning to eat he at the same time pursued his relation the company standing on his right and left listened with open mouths and ears renzo without appearing to hear him was in fact the most attentive of all and he ate his last mouthful very very
2: slowly this morning then those vagabonds who made such a hurly-burly yesterday met at the points agreed on and began to run from street to street sending forth cries in order to collect a crowd you know it is with such people as when one sweeps a house the more you sweep the more dirt you have when they thought there were people enough they approached the house of the superintendent of provision as if the atrocities they committed yesterday were not enough to be gentlemen of his character. Oh, the rascals! And the abuse they bestowed on him! All invention and falsehood! He is a worthy punctual man. I can say it, for I know, and I furnish him clothes for his liveries. They hurried then towards his house. Such a mob! Such faces! They passed before my shop. Such faces! The Jews of the Via Crucis are nothing to them. And the blasphemies they uttered, enough to make one stop one's ears had it not been for fear of observation. Their intent was the plunder, but... But? but said they all. But they found the street barricaded and a company of musketeers on guard. When they saw this ceremony, what would you have done? Turn back. Certainly and that is precisely what they did. But see if the devil did not carry them there. When they came on the Cordusio, they saw the baker that they had wanted to plunder the day before. And what do you think they were doing at this baker's? They were distributing bread to purchasers. The first gentlemen of the land were there, watching over its distribution. The mob, instigated by the devil, rushed upon them furiously, and, in the twinkling of an eye, gentlemen bakers purchasers bread counters benches loaves bags flour all topsy-turvy and the musketeers the musketeers had the vicar's house to guard one can't sing and carry the cross too it was done in the twinkling of an eye i say plunder plunder everything was carried off and then they proposed the amusement of yesterday to burn what remained in the square and make a bonfire and immediately they began the rascals to drag everything out of the house when one among them guess what fine proposal he made what what to gather everything in the shop in a heap and set fire to it and the shop at the same time no sooner said than done did they set fire to it wait a bit an honest man in the neighborhood had an inspiration from heaven. He ran into the house, ascended the stairs, took a crucifix, and hung it in front of a window, took from the head of the bed two wax candles which had been blessed, lit them, and placed them right and left of the crucifix. The crowd looked up. There is a little fear of God yet in Milan, it must be confessed. The crowd retired. A few would have been sacrilegious enough to set fire to paradise itself but seeing the rest not of their opinion, they were obliged to be quiet. Guess what happened then? All the lords of the cathedral in procession, with the cross elevated, and in pontifical robes, and my lord the archpriest began to preach on one side, and my lord the penitenzieri on the other, and then others here and there. But, honest people, what would you do? Is this the example you set to your children? Return to your homes. You shall have bread at a fair price. You can see yourselves the rate is affixed at every corner. Was it true? Can you doubt it? Do you think the lords of the cathedral would come in their robes and declare falsehoods? And what did the people do? By little and little they dispersed. They ran to the corners of the streets. The rate was there for those who knew how to read. Eight ounces of bread for a penny what good fortune the vine is fine if its fruitfulness continues do you know how much flour has been consumed since yesterday as much as would supply the dukedom two months and have they made no good law for us country people what they have done at milan is for the city alone i know not what to tell you for you it must be as god shall direct the tumult has entirely ceased for the present i have not told you all yet here is the best what is there anything more yesterday evening or this morning they have arrested some of the leaders and they have been told that four will be hung hardly was this known when everyone betook himself home by the shortest road so as not to be the fifth milan when i left it resembled a convent of monks but will they really hang them undoubtedly and very soon,' replied the merchant. "'And what will the people do?' "'The people will go to see them,' said the merchant. "'They desired so much to see a man hung that the rascals were about to satisfy their curiosity on the superintendent of provision. They will see instead four rogues accompanied by capuchins and friars of the Buona Morte. Well, they will have richly deserved it. It is a providence, you see, it was a necessary thing. They had begun to enter the shops and take what they wanted without putting their hand to their purse. If they had been suffered to go on their own way, after bread, it would have been wine and then something else. And I assure you, as an honest man keeping a shop, it was not a very agreeable idea.
0: Assuredly not, said one of his auditors. Assuredly, Assuredly not. not, repeated the others in chorus
2: and continued the merchant it had been in preparation a long while there was a league you know a league a league cabals instigated by the navarres by that cardinal of france you know who has a half barbarous name and who every day offers some new affront to the crown of spain but he aims chiefly at milan because he knows the knave that the strength of the king lies there indeed would you have a proof of it those who made the most noise were strangers people who were never seen before in milan i have forgotten after all to tell you something i heard one of these had been caught at an inn when this chord was touched poor renzo felt a
0: cold shiver and could with difficulty conceal his agitation no one
2: however perceived it and the orator proceeded they do not yet know whence he came by whom he was sent nor what kind of man he was but he was certainly one of the leaders yesterday in the height of the tumult he played the devil then not content with that he began to exhort and propose a fine thing truly to murder all the lords rascal how would poor people live if the lords were killed he was taken, however, and they found on him an enormous packet of letters, after which they were taking him to prison. But what do you think? His companions, who were keeping watch round the inn, came in great force and delivered him. The rogue! And what has become of him? It is not known. He has escaped or is concealed in Milan. These people find lodging and concealment anywhere although they have neither house nor home of their own the devil helps them but they are sometimes taken in the snare when they least expect it when the pear is ripe it must fall it is well known that these letters are in the hands of government that they contain an account of the whole plot that many people are implicated that they have turned the city upside down and would have done much worse some say the bakers are rogues and so say i but they ought to be hanged at least in a legal manner. There certainly is corn concealed, and the government ought to have spies and find it out, and hang up all that keep it back in company with the bakers. And if they don't, all the city ought to remonstrate again and again, but never allow the villainous practice of entering shops and warehouses for plunder.
0: The little that Renzo had eaten had become poison it appeared like an age before he dared rise to quit he felt nailed to the spot to have moved from the inn in the village in the midst of the conversation would have incurred suspicion he determined to wait till the babbler should cease to speak of him and apply to some other subject and i said one of the company who have some experience know that a tumult like this is no place for an honest man therefore i have not suffered my curiosity to conquer me and have remained quietly at home and did i move said another and i added a third if by any chance i had been at milan i would have left my business
1: unfinished and returned home
0: at this moment the host approached the corner of the table to see how the stranger came on renzo gathered courage to speak asked for his bill settled it and rapidly crossed the threshold trusting himself to the guardian care of a kind providence End of chapter 16.